millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello. Hello, welcome back. We are the Shuffologists. My name is Josh Devetta. We have Asabi. Hello. Hi. And Liam. Hello. How are we going this week? Fantastic. Yeah, good. I'm yeah. so glad to hear that. What have you been up to? Asabi first. Oh, God. Same as always. Working, work, 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 work. Work, 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 To the make a cup. Work, work. How about you, Liam? How have you been? Oh, working like a dog, man. Oh, who let the dogs out? <laughs> who? Oh my who, God! Who? Did you know that song is actually who? not as innocent was, uh, as it sounds? I knew it, it wasn't doesn't innocent. sound innocent no, no. at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Who let the dogs out? Is um, they wrote it because they went into the club and all, and all the girls apparently were ugly in the club, and so that's why they wrote it saying "Who let the dogs <gasps> out." Shit. Yeah. That's even worse than what I thought. Uh, yeah, same. I was thinking something sexual. And that's what we're all about here at Shuffology. <laughs> Fun music facts, Yay. digression of music, and also Josh just talking for copious amounts of time. I love it. <laughs> we, we enjoy it. We do and it. I'm actually doing really, really well myself. I'm actually really, really excited because by the time this episode airs, I will have had a birthday. Yay, 21 again? 21 for the 10th time. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's one to celebrate. You- done yes. it the 20th time that's when it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> when you realize that people go what i have realized in the last couple of years is i'll talk about a movie that was like huge when i was in primary school and, and then people that are younger me go oh what's that yes right um you know that's the, me in this podcast exactly <laughs> that's <laughs> like me at school or you talk yeah you talk about a film or a song you're just like and people are like, I've never heard of that. Or they only know the cover of the song and they're like, that's yes. not by Prince. That's the Food Fighters. Yeah, exactly. No? And speaking of film, that is actually what our theme is going to be this week. I know, what a great segue. Tell us. So this week, so last week we talked about movie musicals. Yes. Our longest episode to date. I think so. We've, that's broke, a we've, we've broken Guinness World Record for oh. the longest discussion ever about Disney. No, just, well, <laughs> no this, this episode isn't over yet. So. This episode is not <laughs> over yet. But this week our theme is movie soundtracks. Yeah, can we hold the applause, please? <laughs> now, this is a really, really, like, I'm so passionate about movie soundtracks because I will talk about them all the time <laughs> with my friends, with my family. It sets the scene. It um, really um, it really uh, paints the paints the uh, feelings of what's going on in that scene. Think about all those times you've watched a movie and then all of a sudden a song starts. Like, for example, in 10, uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, mm. uh, he... Uh, Julia Stiles is doing something in the field, and then Heath Ledger, he's on the uh, school bleachers, the and then bleachers, and he yes. gets, gets that microphone. May he rest in peace, oh. and starts singing. You're just too good to be true. So good. Can't take my hat. and I think apparently that was actually him singing. Was it, it wouldn't surprise me. It was yeah. very talented. Very talented. Mm. Very very talented. Uh, gone way too soon. Uh, way too but yeah, soon. and that's and, and that's what we're that's what just, that's would. Uh, sorry, 
bad words. That's what equates to it being a movie soundtrack, a song that it happens in a scene. It describes yes. a scene. There's so much. There's so much to go. When you um, buy a, an original motion picture soundtrack and it has the track listings on the back, that is the movie soundtrack. Yes, which yes. is very very cool. So I'm very very excited for all these choices that our amazing shuffleologists have uh, put together. I'm very excited about my choices. I can't wait to talk about them. Oh no! And so if you love movie soundtracks, then please listen in after this short break. I don't believe in coincidences. How much shit can happen on one street? One little insignificant street. Quiet, suburban, nothing shady until a year ago, and now two families are destroyed. A disappearance and a death exactly one year apart, and they live next door to each other? Something strange was going on on Hazel Street. And I was going to find out. Golden Ash. An episodic crime drama. From That's Not Canon Productions. And we're back. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Right. We're laughing. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I am very, very excited for this. And the first person I'm going to talk to is the lovely Liam. Liam, you are a king amongst men. Am I? That's Allegedly. Heard it. <laughs> Can you be a king amongst men? <laughs> Can you? I'm not sure. Can you be a queen amongst women? Can you sure. just not worry about the gender binary anyway and just, <laughs> and just be whatever you want? Yes, you can. Yes, and I'll, That's I'll, true. I want to yes. be what I want. So. Exactly. Okay. Oh, I'm, right. I'm down for it. Well, yeah. Liam, I'm sure you've got some corkers of, a, of choices for our amazing playlist that will always be available as soon as the episode drops. We'll talk about movie soundtracks. Liam, what are your choices? What's choice number one? Well, let me just say, putting this list together made me feel a lot of nostalgia to my very, 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 very early years yes. of when um, my sister, my older sister, Erin, introduced me to Ghostbusters. Oh, oh. who are you going to call, bitch? <laughs> I don't remember that being in the, in the... Whoa, is this... Whoa, anyway. We've just gone too explicit. <laughs> and um, so I, I've got three entries from three different Ghostbuster films. Oh, what? Um... And I, I want to mention all three of these. The first one I'm going to mention, I'm going to go in chronological order, is Saving the Day from the original, original Ghostbusters film. And it was by the Alessi brothers, Alessi brothers, or I can't pronounce, I can't English, I'm a drummer. Mm, people. Um, anyway, so it's called Saving the Day, and it just gets you really pumped up for what's going to happen next in the film. The original's Bill Murray, right? Oh, yeah. I got this checking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the original. Bill Murray, Harold Ramis. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, saving the day. Total banger. Um, hopefully, it's on Spotify so we can pop it onto 
the playlist, but yes, uh, I, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, if it's not, if it's not, hey, we've got my second choice, yes. which is on our own from Ghostbusters to Bobby Brown. Oh yes, on our own, pretending he. No, that's no. not the right choice. Not, not, so not I that guess one. We're gonna have to take control. Okay, that's all you can <laughs> sing. I don't want to get. I don't want to get taken off the internet for copyright. Oh, true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, <laughs> on our own by Bobby 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 Brown uh, from Ghostbusters too. Sorry. I don't know. I think this pineapple fant has finally kicked in and I'm yes. just shouting profanities at people. Bobby is a profanity. I don't think Bobby's a profanity at all, especially in the context of music. Yes. Anyway. I think it's more of a good thing. Uh, anyway, um, my third choice uh, from the most recent Ghostbusters film uh, called Get Ghost, which references, it has the motif of uh, the original Ghostbusters theme song oh. by um, by um, oh, I'm uh, kicking myself Mark right Branson? now. No, 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 <laughs> he was no. Um, is that that I'm doing? The, the the original theme song you're talking Ray, Ray, Ray Parker Jr. Oh, Ray Parker Jr. Ray Parker Jr. Jr. Oh, sorry, how yes. did I take five working days to get that? Because of COVID. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> COVID. COVID. <laughs> There's been delays COVID. in shipping. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, so Mark Rog- Ronson and Co. Uh, put this little ditty together, and I love this one. It's at the end credits. It's got Chris Hemsworth dancing. It's it's just the <laughs> best. He, oh, the patriarch I, of Australia. Yeah. Chris, Hemsworth, Chris I think, Hemsworth. I think he really uh, made that film what it was, Aww. and and he he really brought it something special to that film. Even his dancing skills. Oh, that's good because mm. yeah, Men in Black International was not good. I didn't oh, see look, it. It was average yeah. at best. <laughs> yes. I thought it was a watch, a good. Okay, watch. Oh yeah, I, really? if it was like a Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon, I've just and I'm full from lunch. Yeah, I'll watch that film. <laughs> yeah, I'll also go to sleep. And yeah, yeah, and then, yeah it's say. enough. It's good enough for you to fall asleep to a carb coma. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. that's okay. like Twilight and me actually. Yeah, Ew. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Good. Okay, okay so, so that's, that's three choices. Yeah. Three, three choices. I've tried to cram into two, but three. Uh, technically, um, what are numbers anyway? Yeah, they're not in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> they're not keeping me in check. That's another inside joke. <laughs> so my third choice is uh, things that go bump in the night from oh, the Scooby Doo yes. soundtrack, original Scooby Doo movie live action soundtrack by the All Stars. I remember when this song happened in the film for the first time. No, I don't. But um, <laughs> when, when I was listening to the soundtrack, this one stood out. Um, when I was very, very little, and uh, it was my anthem soundtrack of my life. Is this life. the one with um, Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Correct. Michelle Gellar? Yeah. yeah, it was from oh, that yeah. film. The first I loved that, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this song happens when they're running out of, sp- oh, what do they call it? The Spooky Castle, whatever it's called. They're running out of there, and they've got clues and stuff, and it's just really pumped up, awesome chart. All right, so my fourth one, <laughs> even though it's my fifth, is <laughs> is from a film that not many people know called That Thing You Do. I remember that. You rem- you remember yes, that? Yes, I do remember Josh? that. It's from the 90s. It's from 96. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I've seen it. Directed by Tom Hanks. Yep. Uh, it was his first direction. Yes, it was. Um, but didn't he wasn't he in it as well? He was in it? Yeah. 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 Did he star in it? Oh, he didn't star. He was a supporting actor. Supporting actor. Yeah. Um, he played like the kid's um, manager. manager. He was yeah. the manager oh, for Playtime. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I need to say that this film, the, the drumming in this film is sensational. 
all the instruments played by the actors. So they got into the studio months before rehearsing, before getting into production and all that sort of stuff. Um, they did a, uh, recently they did a, uh, a Zoom meeting thing while watching the film and they did commentary live. Oh, and the, cool. idea, the idea was you'd watch the film, you'd watch them and you'd be at the same mark as they are. Oh, yeah. And I, um, it, it was quite late in America. It was really early here and I was like, yeah, I need to watch at least five minutes of this. Right. At mm-hmm. least um, mm-hmm. because I actually watched the film a few days beforehand because uh, it's nice. a go it's a go-to film for me it's got um just a wonderful story and it's about a drummer so it's a bit of a inspiration tale for me life imitating art darling oh mm, beautiful absolutely love it so yeah uh my last my last one my sixth fifth one is um going to be you know my name by chris cornell the mm-hmm. opening bond theme for oh, yes. casino, casino royale yes yes, yes. Amazing tune, amazing tune. Honorable mention though to "Live and Let Die" by Paul McCartney and Wings. Oh. From from I can't remember Bond film, Goldfinger I think. Gold, Is it Goldfinger? Gold member or go- no Goldfinger? Gold member. Gold member. That's Austin Powers. <laughs> I was going to say if you're Whoa, thinking gold Liam. member, you're thinking of Beyonce's "Work It Out." Thank you. I love that. Th- tune. That is definitely one of her love best songs she's ever released yes. and never gets. Played. No, I well, I played. I have the CD single. Oh, I mean, she anyway. never performs. Actually, it, sorry, I just realised I never said this the song from the film that thing you do. I never said the song. Is the song called That Thing You Do? It is it correct. Is. That, <laughs> is, that is the song that I was referring to, but I never actually said that. No. So that's the song. Uh, what's the band called? The Wonders. That's the one. Yeah. The O-Needers is oh, the Wonders. Oh, I love that. So, yeah. love that. Well, as always, Liam, they are some killer choices. Yeah. Oh, I, so, I apologise for my emphatic response to Bobby. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> what was that again? Bobby! <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> Look, I, I, I think that should be a soundbite. Oh, it should actually, Bobby! yeah. Oh, <laughs> but it can it be you doing it because that yeah, was so piercing. Right. That was so good. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? We've got our first uh, five to seven choices. Who's <laughs> <laughs> counting? There are no numbers in front of him anymore. <laughs> to celebrate episode nine, we're just discounting the formula. That's right. It doesn't it's all matter. good. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to have a small break and we'll be back. And we're back. Shuffleology <laughs> yes, podcast number nine, where we're talking movie soundtracks. Nine weeks that let us on the air. I know. That's I can't insane. believe we've been on for Mr. Nine Producer weeks. Man. That's insane. <laughs> but thank you. We're very, very, very appreciative. And thank you for letting me into the studio today. Yes. Yay, that's right. Second week. Second it's always, week. It's always good to have you in the studio, Liam. You yes. did well the first week, so we had to have you back. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I reckon that's why we went for so long last week, because Liam was back in the studio. I think we're just excited, we're excited. to talk to him. We're, just yeah. like, well, we're vibing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good. Still are. Still are. Absolutely. Up next, we're going to be chatting to Asabi hey, hey. about her... Movie soundtrack track choices. Yes. All right. So I've got five beautiful, wonderful choices that I did do a little research on because for me, when I listen to music, it's all about, you know, can I sing it? Yes, I'm that woman. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Almost said B, um, but, you know, want to keep the explicit lyrics down. Um, My first choice is from a movie. and I I was trying to remember the movie. I only vaguely remember the movie and watching clips of it, I just had this kind of scary feeling. So for whatever reason, the film scared me. I was only 11 at close range. And the song is Live to Tell by Madonna. So it was written by Patrick Leonard. 
but sung by Madonna. And it was released on her third studio album, True Blue. True Blue. Blue. Yep, 1986. And she was married to Sean Penn at the time. Yeah, she so, was really? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Madonna married a few people yeah. back in the Pal day. Pal couple right? status back then. Yes, yeah. they were. And he was very jealous of mm. her. Like, if she, like, turned her head, he was like, who are you looking at? Me. Um, yes, you poor <laughs> delicious little thing. Um, <laughs> so, now, this song was originally composed by Patrick Leonard for the film Fire with Fire, but when Madonna heard it, she said that she wanted to write lyrics... She wanted to write different lyrics, and she wanted to use it for her husband's song, for Sean Penn's song. And it's considered as one of her career-making ballads. Sure. It's like one of the best ballads that she's ever done. It hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and the Adult Contemporary Charts. Oh. Now, this song was unique for Madonna because, you know, before that, we had things like Papa Don't Preach and yes. Like a Virgin – you know where she was basically what do you call her like a boy toy? Is that yeah. that was and the very term? dance records? Yeah, dance yeah, records very dancey well. and skimpy, you know, skimpy clothing. You know, and and very hypersexual. And with this, they dressed her a bit more conservative. You know, she had um, kind of like a Marilyn Monroe hairstyle. Her makeup was way more subdued, and it was way more dramatic than she had yes. ever been before. And this was the first time that we actually saw her like this and, and where she performed a song that was a bit more calm and not necessarily nurturing, but it, it wasn't high pop value, yeah. you know? So it was very ballady. Um, what I love about this song, I love its singability because, you know, as a singer, of course, if I can sing the song, I'm going to love it. Um, it's dramatic in its opening notes. You know, it, I, I love the sound of a synth holding whole notes. I just, yes. you know what I mean? And so you just kind of have that and you've got this, this, this little notes that pop in, this little trio of notes that just kind of dun, dun, dun. It kind of sounds like a bell ringing, like a yes. church bell ringing. And then she comes in with her voice and it's just so beautiful and sweet and oh. a different Madonna than what we'd seen before because you know before it was that kind of nasally sort of high pitched oh. and here she's actually singing in her proper range yes and it's just you know it gives me chills when I hear this song I, I love it um and, and I was thinking to myself like even today I get chills when I hear this song oh. um <clears throat> it's just gosh what can I say I love that middle bit where it, it it sort of comes, it almost feels like the song comes to a close in the middle, and then she changes where she has that, if I went away, I'd never have the strength to go very far, you know, and those additional voices that harmonize with the end and just kind of bring up and bring you back into the song just makes it sound so beautiful. It really pulls at my heartstrings. Aww, so really I, I really, I love this song. It, it, for me, it's like a precursor to the song from A League of Their Own. It, this used oh, to be yes, my playground. Yes, yes. It was oh, another beautiful, beautiful ballad that we hear in the movie but wasn't actually included on the soundtrack. But it, it's up there. It, Sacrilege. It's, yeah, it's just... And beautiful. So Madonna actually wrote the lyrics and composed the melody for this song as right. well for Live to Tell, which I thought was amazing. Um, cool, so cool. that's my first choice. Love that. All right. Yeah, What's your second? It. All right. My second one is a little bit different. Um, We're all about that. Yes. It's a foreign language song. 
<laughs> called Chaya Chaya. And I can't sing it. It's uh, <laughs> bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's originally from a film called Dilse in 1998, but it was also used in the opening credits of Inside Man in 2006, right. which is where I heard it for the first time. So I had gone to the movie theater with a good friend, and we wanted to see this new movie starring Denzel Washington and mm -hmm. Jodie Foster and Clive Owen, and. It opens up, I don't actually remember what I was seeing because the music overtook me so much. All I remember is the song. And I was literally dancing in my seat because I, I love Bollywood music. I love Punjabi music and just the happiness and the drums. You know, it's got that traditional rhythm overlaid with modern sounds like guitar. So you've got, you know, traditional drumming and flutes, you know, pan flute and then a reed flute, sorry. And then you've got this like this electric guitar that comes in and it's just like, it's so happy. It is the yeah. happiest song I swear that I've ever heard in my life. I've decided that if I ever get married, this is going to be my recessional song. All right. Yeah, I just, I want, I want to like, it opens up and it's this kind of like ethereal sound again with the whole notes. <laughs> <laughs> being played on the, like a synthesizer and you just have this beautiful high-pitched Indian voice that's singing this beautiful woman singing and I picture like this is where you know the priest or whoever is marrying us the celebrant you know is just saying the final words and then we kiss and as we turn around there's the downbeat boom and we like walk down the aisle and then you come out into this big celebration and everybody's dancing. You planned this whole out. <laughs> this all out. Hey. Yeah, but oh, this is the only part of the wedding I've ever planned. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's the best part. This is my favorite part. But I love I just I love the song. I love the diversity of the song. The music is um Sufi, so it's Sufi music, mm -hmm. which is like Islamic mysticism and the lyrics are based on Urdu poetry. Just beautiful, beautiful. I love it. Um, I think you should watch the video if you ever get a chance to watch a video. It's the, so the people who sing the song are not the people in the video, the right. two actors in the video, and they're dancing on top of a moving train. And it was seriously filmed with them dancing on top of a moving train. Oh. Nobody got hurt. No green screen. Great, great no green screen. Bye, bye, bye. There's no green screen. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no one got hurt, and it's it's just... Oh, you just need to listen to it. Like everything in this song, the bass, the strings, the drums. It's it's one of my favorite. I think there was a, a summer where I blasted in my car every time I went out. Yeah, I'm Blast. super keen to listen because I love the mixing two worlds mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. one context um, with sort of the traditional of one culture with the, you, you said, chunk modern, mo yeah. modern chunky guitar sort yep. of stuff yep. added on top. I love that. Just like Jai Ho. <laughs> sort of, yeah, yeah. It would be because, I mean, a lot of Bollywood music, that's what it yes. is. It's that traditional mixed with modern. Yeah. And, yeah, and I just, this particular song, I really, really love. So that's, that's my choice number two. Number three. Number three. Again, foreign, another foreign language, but by Peter Gabriel and oh. Deep Forest. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Deep Forest. They're a French duo. No. They do what's known as um, ethnic electronica, if you will. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they basically take... Daft Punk. No, no. Not, it's not Sorry. really Daft Punk. In a similar vein, but they take 
ethnic sounds, you know, like they might go out into like a, a jungle culture and they might take the singing, the songs from that and then they mix it with like um, trance beats and house beats and that sort of thing, dance okay. music. So they take nature and they use those sound sources in their Well, in they their take mix. human tribes, so it's tribal. So oh, right. Right, oh, yeah, so cool. that's why it's called ethnic. Sorry, yeah. So <laughs> singing and dancing and ethnic movements. Oh. What is this scandalous? <laughs> so that was a Legally Blonde musical quote, so. Yeah, okay, um, mm. Don't know it that well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to watch it. Anyway, so that's Deep Forest. And Deep Forest um, worked with Peter Gabriel to create a song called While the Earth called Sledgehammer. Sleeps. No, Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer is another But in the movie Strange Days from 1985, um, they cr- created a song called While the Earth Sleeps. And it features a Bulgarian folk singer by the name of Katya Petrova. And then, of course, Peter Gabriel... And they sing the lyrics of a Macedonian folk song. And then they've put these like drum and bass beats over the top of it. And it it basically, it sounds like a club song. Right. right? So 1995, Mm. what was I doing back in the mid to late 90s? I was a rave kid. Going to raves, going to clubs, partying. I didn't take drugs. Oh, Liam was just learning to walk. (laughs) (laughs) If that. Breathing. (laughs) I, I was... Crawling, maybe. Maybe crawling. Rolling over. <laughs> I think I pooped my pants once. <laughs> At least once. At least. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so this this song really, for me, talking about nostalgia, it brings back those days of clubbing. Because this was the type of music that I was listening to mm. back then. You know, It was all club music. Um, I actually had Deep Forest's first album back from 1992. Oh, wow. And it, you know, they took a lot of different South American and African tribal music and then mixed it with these beats. It, it's an amazing album. It's such a great album. And again, and they do use nature sounds as well, like sounds from the forest that they've mixed in. But it's a fantastic, fantastic song. And I think everybody should listen to it. Mm. It's one of my favorites. Um, my fourth song, yes, one song four, is from the film Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, I remember that film. Yes, yes. This Don't you put in so bad ideas into her head. Yeah, that's I remember right. that. <laughs> Don't worry, Sufi, with my designs, yeah. we make these yeah. mosquito bites look like juicy, juicy mangoes. Yeah, that's right. right. So <laughs> Kieran Eilish. Yeah, okay. I watched yeah. it once when I was... Five. Ten, yeah. maybe nine. It's an old movie now. It's 2003. It's 2002. Yeah, 2002, yeah. yeah, 2002. Yeah. So it's almost 20 schooler. years. Yeah, I was yeah. a young high schooler when it came out. So. I was Liam's mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was in primary school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were a young child. I was... Still yes. in. Um, yes. So this one, it, it appears in the wedding scene in yes. Bennett, like Beckham, in the wedding reception scene, just after our heroine has won her soccer game that her father let her leave the wedding to go and play, and she did really well, and so she's happy. And when she comes back, this is the song that they're playing, and it's filled with drums and lyrics and voice. Again, lots of diversity. Hi, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> We are surrounded by cats. Yes, they're our producers. <laughs> and I'm right. loving it. Yes, one's, one of them's mixing on the interface right now. Yeah, that's right. She's pressing the button. So if you hear some random applause, <laughs> that's the cat. 
But I love this tune because it is ju it's just it's everything that a celebratory tune should be. Yes. Again with the Punjabi music and why I love Punjabi music ding because ding it's ding just ding yes, ding yes, ding exactly. Um, actually, strings. I think um, hip hop when they were blending hip hop and Bolly and, and like for Bollywood, mm. it was called Bhangra. That was the genre. Yes, yeah, yes. I remember that. Yep. But love it, love it, love it. So another tune that every... Oh, I didn't even say what the tune is called. It's called Punjabi Andishan. There we go. Yes, so Punjabi Andishan. <laughs> it does sound like a dish. It really does. does. <laughs> it really does. But in, that, in a very westernized way. <laughs> yes. Right? I probably am not pronouncing it correctly. I don't know. But that is probably my favorite song from that soundtrack. All right. And that brings me to my last one, which is from Train Spotting. Oh, we all I remember train spotting at David Boyle, 1996. That's the one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that thoroughly. Yeah. 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 Oh, shut yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We've canceled Liam. <laughs> Liam, you are my flop this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off air. So the my my track from Train Spotting is called Born Slippy dot N U X X, which was a file extension that was created when they tried to save the song. So there's two versions of the song. There's an intro. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Instrumental version, and there's a version with vocals on it. And the vocal version, when they first saved it, it created this weird file extension. So that's why it's called .nuxx. As opposed to .exe. That's right. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> oh, Windows. So, I, I honestly don't think there's anything about this song that I don't like from the sustained notes in the beginning to the drunken gibberish lyrics to the harsh, hard-hitting bass that kicks in after the intro. It's just, it's not a singable song because it's just like, da boy, drive boy, chipping on angel boy. And like, it, it's supposed to be, it, it's supposed to mimic a drunkard. Right, right. So, right, yeah. so it's just gibberish. It's just a lot of gibberish, and I've never looked up the lyrics to try and sing it. But I have danced my life to this song, right. just like which is everything. the most important thing. Exactly. Again, this is a song that's reminiscent of my club rave Dave's days. Dave's, no, <laughs> days. It's all coming to light, <laughs> isn't it? Ah, oh, yeah. And and it just takes me back to you know when you're in that like barn somewhere out in the middle of nowhere and it's packed and you've got laser lights it's dark and everybody's tripping on e and they're just dancing and popping with glow sticks and you're just having the time of your life that is what this song is for me or it's just laying out somewhere when you can hear the rain falling on the roof and it's just like being totally mellow and chilled it I is love oh that a lot so good. We need so, more rain. So good. Yes. We need more rain. We do need more it's rain. It's a dry season at the moment. It's yeah. a dry season. Quite dry. Anyway, thank you, Asabi. They're, You're they're wonderful, wonderful charts that I'm really keen to listen to the mix of, of the modern with 
modern Western with um, cultural sort of stuff mm. and and anything Peter Gabriel does I'm I'm on and I love hearing about your clubbing days. Oh, thanks. So yeah, so. I want to know about I want to learn about Dave and Dave more often. Oh, well. <laughs> Dave and Dave from the rave. That's. I will just say <laughs> that when I look in my phone and I see like ten Daves and I'll have they're all different numbers. I don't know who these men are. Look, with all the Daves that I've met, I've saved them as do not answer. The, do not answer. Do not answer. Yeah. <laughs> with yes. any luck, they're probably in the grave. Or oh, is that oh, here we go, here we go. Okay. Spoken okay. word poetry's come back. Here we go. No. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back with Josh's entry. Let's talk about X, baby. Ah, uh, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Bess. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. That's not kind of productions podcast. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to Shuffology. You've been listening welcomed. to Liam Madden, Hello. Josh Devetta, and myself, Sabi Goodman. Oh. <laughs> this week we are discussing movie soundtracks. <laughs> That's right. The songs that make our favorite movies pop. And we've just heard from myself and Liam, and now we're going to hear from the wonderful, splendiferous. Oh, I love that Josh word. Is that a word? Sorry. I don't know that it is. Splendiferous. Splendiferous. Well, now it is. Splendorous. Look, Splend- whatever Asabi says is law, so I will take that word. Hey, Asabisms. Yeah. Uh, well, it is so lovely to uh, have the mic again and talk about my choices. I can't wait to listen to this entire playlist because it's probably one of the most diverse playlists that we've. <laughs> Uh, had so far um, in our Shuffology library. Uh, the first one I wanted to go with was, this is a, cl- I call this a classic. I have spent many a night drunk screaming the lyrics to this song, especially in the chorus. Uh, there was a little movie back in the early 2000s called Armageddon. I don't yes. know if you've heard of it. I haven't. <laughs> oh, Liam. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Again. I'm off Canceled. the show again. <laughs> and the song is the, the the quintessential song of the movie is called I Don't I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, recorded by Aerosmith. Yay! Now there's something about something in the water because we've talked a lot about Diane Warren in our Shuffleology episodes, mm. um, the most successful female s- songwriter of all time, yes. uh, and has the record for having seven, I think it's seven top ten or seven songs at the, at the same time in the top ten, something yes. like that. Uh, she is just a jugger, like she's amazing. She's still alive and still, still alive writing. And still wants to get better. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, she's and still never, and never stops hustling. No. She'll be at any party, she'll be here at the table, she'll be at McDonald's and she goes and she sees a, a well-known singer she's like I've got a new song do you want to, do you want to record mm. sometime mm. amazing um, Steven Tyler also sounds incredible on this record oh. just sings the living 
bejesus out of it. Yes. Um, I'm actually, the path I'm actually obsessed with the most is the bridge and how it transitions back into the chorus. So it's so like, I don't want to miss one smile. I don't want to miss one. And then he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And just like this big wail um, over the, um, going back into the last chorus. Yeah. And that's the Steven Tyler I know. It's very um, dream on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's known for his belts. Yeah. He's got, he's got a big voice. And also like he was an American Idol judge for a minute. Mm. Um, I think he was enlisted around the same time J-Lo was um, in, uh, put on the panel. Probably. And Keith Urban. So, oh, oh yeah. no, 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 sorry. He was after J-Lo and all that. But um, just this cool rock star. Also, Liv Tyler stars in the movie and Liv Tyler is his, his daughter. His daughter, yes. As well. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's applaud that one. Just the same. <laughs> just for some fun fact moments. Yeah, love that song. I've... Like it, it's my, uh, it, uh, I, I can guarantee you once I've celebrated my birthday, because this episode would have dropped after my birthday, yes. that I would have definitely gotten drunk to the song last night. <laughs> and for those of you listening, party at Josh's yes. for his birthday. Uh, su- <laughs> uh, Asabi supplying all the food. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say one thing about I don't want to miss a thing, or something I'm curious about, yes. because I remember when this song came out, Aerosmith had a couple of other songs that sounded very similar. So Crazy and um, there was another one. I want to say Crying. There was something weird. I don't know. But there were three songs. So that one, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, plus two other songs. And the chord progressions were very, very Very similar. similar. So I'm curious to know if Diane wrote those two songs as well. We'll have to find out. Yeah, so homework. Absolutely. Hold this. Uh, watch this space while we get Google out. Um, now, I've got a second choice. Oh, surprising. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Groundbreaking numbers. Um, <laughs> uh, and I've chosen We Are the Champions by Queen. Love it. It's actually my one. It's probably my top what, top three Queen songs of all time. That and including Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Liam. Uh, the, the the biggest bone we've picked with Liam was definitely his uh, flop. Mm. <laughs> flop of episode uh, one. Yes. That was your um, first cancellation exactly. when we didn't have a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Uh, recorded by Queen, obviously. Uh, now, this song is actually used in the last part slash the credits of the Mighty Ducks in the second one. So there's three Mighty Ducks movies. There's right. Champions D2 and D3. And it's right at the end. So um, they've won the junior goodwill games sort of thing and then they're at a campfire doing marshmallows <laughs> and then um someone starts singing on the acoustic guitar and then it transitions into it being queen's version of it they also use we will rock you by queen because it's we will quack you that's the whole thing cute yes so <laughs> basically I, it's my choice because it's queen duh like, <laughs> that's basically why i love it and actually mighty ducks is was my introduction to queen isn't that weird wait what so Mighty Ducks, the yeah. films, were my introduction to finding out who Queen was. Oh, wow. Mine were Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah. good one. Yes. <laughs> and also, to this day, it ends unresolved. Really? So it goes, no time for losers because we are the champions. Of the world. There's no of the world. Isn't there? No. We just, yeah, if you listen to it, I promise you, of the world is not at the end of the recording. But when people perform it, they need to finish the song. Yeah, of course. So they add off the world on the end. Okay, so there's another fun fact for y'all. I did So when you listen to We Are The Champions, it, it ends unresolved. 
which is which wow. is really really interesting. My third choice, people. Actually, just ask me ask me what my next one is. Sorry. What's your next choice? What's your next? So choice? my third choice, everyone. <laughs> we are still in the room. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I've got, there's lots of typing and texting happening in front of both. Okay, I'm bored as well. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> editing, editing. I'm joking, darling. I was joking, darling. I was joking, and I've chosen. Um, and shout out to my friend Jack Kelly. This is our song. Hey, Jack. Jack, um, hi. We it's uh this will be an everlasting love by Natalie Cole. Love that song. This will be an everlasting love. This will be the love of everlasting. I remember that from Parent Trap. That's where that's where I've chosen it from. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Which Parent Trap? The 1998 one. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. So I don't remember this. Um, the mum and dad get back together and then they do like wedding cameo like wedding snap photo album to this song as the credits as well it's beautiful oh, i'm so glad and i love this song um recorded by the late natalie cole uh, rest in peace uh it's a song that just like this the instrumentation the melody it's all joy it's happiness it's bringing the smiles you know it's uh you know the uh singing about being in absolute love how yes, awesome. Yes. And also famously uh, on RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, Dita Ritz from season four does an, this amazing lip sync to this song and Natalie Cole was the judge. Wait, what? Yeah, season four. Oh. So Dita Ritz, um, one of the queens in the... Dita Ritz, yes. yes. And, and Natalie Cole was on the panel and that yes. was the lip sync for your life song. I'm going to go home and watch that. Yes, and, and it's one of the most famous lip syncs in the history of the show, which is good because she just brings it, which is amazing. Now, <laughs> shout out to every single person who knows me because <laughs> my fourth choice is quintessential Josh Devetta <laughs> oh, <laughs> to yes. the team. Uh, now I grew up. Uh, I grew up watching this movie uh, in the, from the year from grade five onwards. I would come home after school every day and watch this movie. I was obsessed with this movie. I still am obsessed with this movie. Um, I it actually taught. It's, it's the reason why I'm singing. Basically, oh, really? what is the yeah. movie? So the movie is called Sister Act Two. Oh, love it! I don't know that I've ever seen it. Are you joking? No. It's great. Are you joking? <laughs> I've seen the first one. It the second great. one has Lauren Hill in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I have seen yeah. it. Just kidding. Lauren Maybe, Lauren have Hill. I seen the first one then? The first one is when she um, witnesses a murder and then they put her witness protection as a nun. That's why she became a nun. Oh, they're blurred for me. I, I just, I don't know. Anyway. So the second continue. one, so yeah. she's in Las Vegas. She's now a, um, a Las Vegas showgirl singer. And then um, Maggie Smith, the yes. yeah, asked her to come back to teach the children music because their school teacher had quit. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then they enter a, a choir, like a choir singing competition because she realized that everyone can actually sing in the, in the, in the class. Well, yes. Can I just stop oh. you there? She yeah. didn't quit. She was actually forced out. Forced out. And, Wait, and replaced. By Sister Mary Clarence. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But Father Maurice, we thought you wasn't coming. Like, there's so, like, joyful, joyful. Do you know the song Joyful Joyful? Yes, I do know the song. Oh I've my sung God. It. So that's so that's yeah. So, that, so that's where the movie that's the movie it's from, Asabi. Oh. oh my God, I'm actually kind of um, like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So and and so and it also had Lauren Hill. This is pre Fuji. So this is the film that put her on the map. So the Fuji's hadn't okay. even come out with stuff yet. Really? 
Really? Yeah. So this is oh. yeah. This is 1993. This movie came out. It's very very old <laughs> now. And now when this scene happened, okay. So why do I love this song? Many reasons. Firstly, the Colavoce piano intro, and whoever singing the joyful, joyful Lord. Yes. And then you finish, and it's a whole verse and uh, verse and chorus. Yeah. And then the hip hop beat comes in. Didn't. Yeah, and then they start doing a gospel hip hop version yes. of jo- of Ode to Joy, which is um, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, um, which another choir had sung previously in that competition. They were like, and that's what scared them. They were like, I don't know what they're singing our same song. They sing it better. We got to go home, <laughs> like, right? Kind right. of thing. And then it goes into this incredible four-layer four stacked, come and join the chorus, the mighty, mighty chorus. And it's all it's these four... Oh, you'll, I'll have to listen to this I'm after. I'm going to have to listen it's to it. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Like I'm getting very emotional just even thinking about it. And then they go into... They sample Janet Jackson's What Have You Done For Me Lately by saying What Have You Done For Him Lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go into a key change and then they do Joyful, Joyful. Then Lauren Hill does some of the most incredible riffs that I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, I love Lauren Hill Yeah, me so too. Much. And the fill us with the light of day, light of day. Done. Nice. Spoiler, oh they win. I just got chills just from hearing you describe the song. Oh, my goodness. Well, the key change, like, still to this day, like, I get real, like, because I remember how emotional I was even in grade five when I first saw it because I, I just thought it was so inventive at the time. Yes, yes. Okay, and then my last choice now, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. So... I don't know if you've heard about this little film called The Bodyguard back in the 90s. Wait, the what? The Bodyguard. <laughs> Have you seen it, Liam? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Well, it's, it, was, it came out before you were born, so that's okay. Wait, what year? Um, 92. Oh, yeah, it of did. course. Yeah. Yes, it, it was. Um, starring Kevin Costner. Yes. And He was hot back then. Yeah, it's 90s hot. He was yeah, 90s he hot. Yeah, he was 90s hot. Um, and... Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, don't forget that. The song I've chosen is I Have Nothing. <gasps> if One I of, don't have you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, written by David Foster, who's written many of like the diva pop ballads of the 90s. Mm-hmm. He's also He also wrote All By Myself. Oh, really? I love well, that. Well, he one. arranged that new arrangement, All By yep. Myself. Yeah. Um, and other huge songs as well. And he actually, yeah, and so this particular soundtrack um, is the, best-selling soundtrack of all time. So it sold 45 million copies. Wait, the Bodyguard soundtrack? Yeah, it's the, it's with the, Michelle Visage. Yeah, we've got Michelle, <laughs> Michelle Visage on it. Track nine, track nine on the Bodyguard. Track nine, that's right. Um, and funnily enough, the song peaked only at number four on the You're Billboard. Kidding. Because it was the third single. Uh, I Will Always Love You was the first, first one, yep. which is the iconic, yep. yes, <laughs> number thank one. You, then the I'm Every Woman cover. Yes, thank you, Shaka. And then this. Yes. But the, so what's really, really interesting is that um, on the Billboard, like the the 200, which is the albums, the mm-hmm. full album itself, it spent 20 weeks non-consecutively at number one. Wow. It actually held the record for the most, for the longest weeks at number one. And do you know what, do you know what surpassed it? What? Adele's 21. Really, it did twenty four non consecutive weeks at number one in this in one Jeez, year. I'm impressed, yeah, which, is, which is great. Well, it was a huge album at the time. Like that's, adult, like, that's almost half a year. That's like that's, six exactly, months. exactly. Well, how long? Well, in 2011, when 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 we when were we not listening to Rolling in the Deep? Yeah, that's it was true. everywhere. I can't <laughs> believe that it was, was and, 10 and, years and someone ago. and someone like you. Like they yeah. they were huge songs. They were massive. Um, and so now, why do I love this song? <laughs> Let me. Well, break. I have a quick question before yes. you do. Well, was it a cover? I have nothing, or was it an no, original? No, this, this is an original. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I mean, she didn't write it, but she is the the original recording. She's recording the recording artist, artist of this yep. song. Okay. Mm. Um, now starts off with that 
90s, 80s, Casio, mm-hmm. <laughs> piano mm-hmm. sort of thing starts off. And the, the, what I'm, what the song, the, sorry, with this song, the first thing is that her tone is consistent and incredible from start from the start of the song right through to the end. Yes. Even because usually when you sing really high, you start to lose like your you yes. know, your warm qualities. Yeah. Not Whitney Houston. Oh so <laughs> she's trained. No, exactly. And um, so it starts with one, and and it keeps modulating. So you're gone. For, so by the end of the first chorus, you're already in a different key. And then by the end of the second verse, you're in the next key. And wow. then it modulates. So I think it modulates like four or five times. That's impressive. Um, and then gets that last chorus. Don't make me close. Yes. Um, and I remember when I first... Well, I remember I actually bought the Bodyguard soundtrack in high school. I don't know why. I think I was just so like... Because it had already been out like 10 or 12 years, like yeah. the actual album. Because I was in high school in the mid-2000s. Right. And I remember okay. just buying it because I think also because um, it's the most performed song on American Idol. It's been performed six times. Really? Like, yeah, in different seasons. Um, first done by Jennifer Hudson in, in 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, she was robbed. Yeah, she came seventh in that competition, which I is know. crazy to think And now. then she went off and won an Oscar like the yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah, so. incredible. Mm. And uh, and because it's, the, it's actually like it's a staple singer's number. If you can nail this song, people just gag for you because yeah. they know how amazing the original recording is. Mm. Um, I think also the instrumentation is layered so well so that every single time it gets to the climate, like the last key change it's so exciting because mm, it's mm. almost like you, you you're like okay this this better go somewhere like that's what you feel, that's how i feel when i listen to it i'm like okay if it's it it needs to go to this place that i can't think of for it to be amazing and it goes there i remember yeah. when i first heard this recording i when i bought the bodyguard soundtrack i was like when will the key changes end that's yeah. <laughs> i remember thinking that even in high school and then i was like can someone actually sing like this like this was incredible and like when the bodyguard came out there was no biggest like she was the, she was biggest, the biggest star yeah. on the planet yeah. um watch her live in south africa i think it's from 1994 mm. um she wears like this yellow gold and it's like but there's like literally i think it's like twenty thousand. 30,000 people that have come to just see Whitney Houston in South Africa. Yeah. And it's iconic. It's really, really good. Wow. Um, in yeah. 1994. Yeah. Well, the bodyguard had been out two years by then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because that's when they held their first free election. Is it? Maybe it was all part of the celebration. Yeah. Yeah. It could Never have been. know. It could have been. Um, but yeah, but just, I just think like I Have Nothing is just a like quintessential soundtrack song everyone is amazed by it still by it to this day because mm. it would just really it reset the standard of what pop singing was going to be yeah in my opinion it makes me want to watch that movie again i mean the movie it has aged yeah. <laughs> i watched it recently yeah it um it's definitely in, set in a time now you know sort of thing <laughs> um but mm. the songs like i still get excited by i yeah. will always love you i still yes. get excited by run to you i love i'm every woman i'm every That's woman one of my favorites queen of the night queen of the night yes, yes. Oh. Sometimes when I'm in like a dark alley and I've got a hood on, I think that I'm serving bodyguard Whitney Houston, like about to get stabbed in the club or something like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I think. But yeah, they're my five choices. I've got an honorable mention though, just yes. quickly. What is that? I, um, and that is my, one of my favorite films of all time is Cruel Intentions. Ryan really? Philippe, yeah, Ryan Philippe and Reese Witherspoon, yeah. and um, and at the end, oh, I won't tell you what happens, just in case you haven't seen it, but um, it ends with um, Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve, and it's just amazing because Cruel Intentions is a modern a- adaptation of um, Dangerous Liaisons, yes, yeah. yes, and so. <clears throat> 
There's actually been a couple of films that have been adapt- modern adaptations. But I think there was a Dangerous Liaisons that was done in the 80s. Oh, was it? Actual, yeah, yeah. An actual Dangerous Liaisons, yeah. And, um, yeah, but Cruel, in- uh, Cruel Intentions is still one of my favourite movies of all mm. time. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Those are amazing selections, oh, Josh. You. I can't wait to listen to those. Actually, I can't wait to listen, as Liam said, to this entire list because I, I enjoyed Liam's picks. Of course, I love my own. Yeah, <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't have picked them. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and then I really enjoyed Josh's picks as well. So, yeah, I think this is going to be an amazing playlist to listen to. Yay. All right, guys. Those were our five picks. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with our last segment. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My songs suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. And we're back. Hello, everyone. Oh, what another great episode. It's been so fun talking about all this music. Don't forget that we're on social media, everyone. So on Instagram and Facebook, we are Shuffleology Podcast. You can interact with us on there. Tell us your choices. Like, what movies have you missed out? I'm sure there's been many movie soundtrack songs we've missed out. But these are our choices. Uh, also, you can email us at shifologypodcast at gmail.com. And uh, t- you can say whatever you like to us. Nice things, mostly. but <laughs> You can say whatever you yeah, like. Say whatever we may you or may want. not acknowledge. Yeah, but please feel free to interact <laughs> with us. We love hearing your feedback. Also, if you're an Apple Podcasts uh, listener, please leave us a review as well. Give us a rating if you like. We'd love to hear your feedback. Now we're up to our, more sorry, my favourite part of the whole segment, oh, segment, whole, whole podcast, and that is... <laughs> It's a it's flop. A flop. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so we have five choices each. Well, Liam, five to seven, depending on how he feels for the day. Um, and of songs that we love. And then we also add in the mix, just for a bit of spice, we add uh, three songs that we we just weren't feeling. We They're not our favorite. We, we, we press fast forward in that film part <laughs> sort of thing. So we'll start off with Liam. Liam, what is your flop? My flop of this week is Spirit from The Lion King Remake. Scandal. Ooh, yes. Sorry for pressing that sound bite too early. That's okay. I, I'm always <laughs> waiting for it. Um, Spirit. <laughs> so uh, I personally think it, uh, even though they used the opportunity for Beyonce to, you know, write a song and get more monies and stuff. I think it was unnecessary and they should have used something like Shadowland or something else from the the actual musical. I would have loved Shadowland Same. by Beyonce. Oh my God. I was really disappointed that it wasn't there. Mm. Exactly. The most disappointing thing. Yeah. I love that song. So yeah, I, I was also, uh, well, originally I was going to say um, be prepared from the Lion King, the remake Lion King, because that was just pitiful. Well, well it wasn't there. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't there. It, yeah. was, it was chanting and it a was, monologue version, and it was disgusting. We're going to kill the king. Bye. That's literally what it was. No king, no king. Yeah. La, 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 la. No, you idiots. I'll be king. See, they needed that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, they needed it all. Yeah, 
yeah, exactly. They I, needed actually. They had uh, James L. Jones there. Why didn't they have the original um, Scar, Scar as well? That yeah. would have been perfect. They would have had so the good. whole. Be prepared there, Life's and life would be good. Fair, is it? Wait, who, who <laughs> was the? It was Jeremy Irons, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes. that's uh, the one. Isn't he great? Love Jeremy Irons. Me too. Well, I thank loved you, Liam. Him. Yes. Well, we have Asabi as well. Oh, What's your flop this my week, flop. darling? Okay. Um, my flop is I just don't know what to do with myself. Oh! <laughs> my right. best friend's wedding. From my best friend's wedding. One of my yes. favorite movies of all time. No. Well, yes, I love the movie. Love, love, lo- I, I own it. I, you got I to actually hold him own it. And kiss him. And then, 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 Yeah. Uh, sorry. Love, love Annie DeFranco. Um, Yes, love, love, love the film. Couldn't stand this. And at first, I just thought that. Uh, Wait, is this Cam- the karaoke scene? Well, I thought yes, it is. And I thought <laughs> I was like, well, Cameron Diaz is doing a terrible job. But then I actually listened to the song, and I was like, well, she's not half wrong. <laughs> the song is horrible. I just don't know what to do with yes. myself. Yes, and I'm sorry, Jan Arden, love you, but oh my god, really, <laughs> really. I want to say, I think it was Jan's first tune. I think it was off her first album. Um, oh, no, it was... Reco- it was re- Yeah, Jan Arden, Dusty Springfield. It was just terrible. It's a terrible, right. terrible song. Asabi's not feeling it. No. All right. Well, yeah. thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, I have a flop as well. Did you yes. know? Did yes. you? Scandalous. <laughs> what Mary, is it? did you know? Scandalous. <laughs> and my flop uh, this week. So I talked about Diane Warren, how much I love I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Yeah. Just like when I had a Britney reciprocal of what I love and what I don't love. Mm-hmm. I the, Sorry for all the Robin Williams fans out there, but I cannot, cannot stand I've Got Faith of the Heart from Patch Adams. I yeah. think that song is just boring as hell. <laughs> a scandal. Yeah. I've got faith. Oh, God. Uh, actually, don't. also, um, I think I, I must have been in grade six or seven or something. And whoever the grade 12 graduating class was, they sang this as their graduation song. Why? And I think that scarred what? me for life yeah. because no one sang it in tune. You know, it's all, it was also used on the uh, as the opening theme song for Star Trek Enterprise. Yes, and she renamed the song too. So it's not yes. called Faith of the Heart, it's called no, something, something else. Something else, but yeah. it, it's basically the same song. Yeah, exactly right. But it's terrible. And every time I watch Enterprise, I like, well, I, I rewatched it on Netflix or whatever, and I would skip the <laughs> intro just so I wouldn't have to hear that well, it terrible gives us the, song. <laughs> it gives us the uh, option always to skip intros. It so sure it's does. Like, thank you. That. Thank you. Well, Netflix everyone, 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 thank you so much for your choices. I cannot wait for this playlist. Also, thank you for your flops. You're you know, welcome. it's all about, you know, you got to, you have, it's the yin and the yang. It you is, know, you got to even it out. That's right. Um, you know, as I said, we've got social media, so reach out to us on uh, Shuffology podcast my name is josh devetta we have asabi goodman and liam madden we're your shuffologists thanks for coming into lab with us tonight and we'll see you next time with another shuffology episode hello When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.